Wealthworthy Podcast. I'm Trisha. Hi, I'm Darian. Thank you for joining us. This week, we wanted to dive into how you can determine the best price to pay for stocks that you're interested in. So these last few conversations, we've been throwing out a few different companies that have been showing some good momentum or have been on the radar for us. And so the next step for you would be determining how much research you're willing to do into each of these companies and then determining what the best price is for you to enter. So there are different ways that people approach making their purchases. And so we wanted to just talk through options that will help you feel confidence in the prices that you're paying for the stocks that you're interested in. So let's start the conversation off by just talking about what's been our overall approach to investing. So Darian, what's been your approach? For me, I try to always just stick to tech investing. So things like Amazon, Apple, Microsoft, those are things that catches my eye. So for me, I try to buy low and just sit back and wait to see how the stocks are going to do. It's just about playing the long game and just waiting. But it's been interesting just seeing how the stocks have went up and down over the last couple of months, especially with how the economy has been going up and down. So for me, those are my strategies when it comes to investing. And I like also anything having to do with like real estate or building like shopping areas for consumers. I look at those too. Right. So I, I think that a piece, a large piece of this that we need to clarify as well is that although you're interested in specific sectors, you're also investing in better index funds to help hedge against the risk that you'll have by investing in those sectors, right? So right now, tech is one of those areas where people are excited about it. So tons of folks are making their investments in that sector. So a good majority of investors are heavily weighted in that area, which means that somebody has to be wrong or we all are right. <laughs> so, you you know, you just don't want to put all of your eggs in one basket, right? So if you are going to put a great deal of money into specific stocks because you see that there's great outcome there, then that requires more research. So it's fine if you're willing to stay up to date on the information related to the companies that you're interested in. But if you're looking to have a blind eye to the market, then it's more risky for you to invest in an individual stock. So keep that in mind when you're looking at different options. And then also with areas like real estate, where during this situation it's an area that people are shying away from or expecting some losses in so you have to wisely invest in those areas by understanding what's going on with the industry what's going on with the specific stocks you're interested in and how you are able to leverage your information when making your purchases so on my end i'm also looking at specific 
industries and companies to invest in and also doing investments in broader index funds and ETFs where I can be mimicking the market and able to hedge my risk in that way. But I am focusing on certain companies and industries trying to better understand the changes that are happening so I can feel confident in the companies that I'm investing in. So that's important when it comes to understanding the price because if you can see how different competitors stand up against each other then you'll get a better grasp of why one company might be priced one way over the other so barring all of the different stock splits and you know fancy changes that occur to people's stock prices if you're just looking overall at how the company is is doing, like whether it's in a general upward trend or if it's been going up and down based on news and the market, right? So when you look over time, let's say you're looking at one year, five years out, if you see that it's generally been moving up, then you can feel more confident that the company is still doing things that will make them continue growing in the long run. But obviously, if there's something that would directly impact their growth, then it would make you understand why it's dipped. But to understand whether or not it'll go back up requires more research into how those companies are putting deliberate effort into their growth. So right now, when we talk about areas like airlines or we talk about restaurants, right? Like those are companies that are currently dependent on us getting back into the swing of things where we're all going back out, hanging out again, able to do things in many ways similar to what we were doing before. But without understanding where we are with vaccines or containing the virus or you know just the the different stages that different states might be undergoing it'll be difficult for you to figure out when you might see the kind of rebound that you want so those are the type of things that you have to keep in mind when you're looking at pricing so i guess along those lines Darian, like how did you choose the investments that you are interested in and currently holding? I think for me, it's just about I try to do my research as much as I can. Granted, we're not going to know everything that's going on, but I try to have my hand in as many pots as I can just so that I know what's going on. So like, I, um, I'm really big on going to this site called cnet.com. It's pretty much your all overall a tech site, but it tells you about stock market, new technologies, pretty much anything that's going on in the world that's of importance. So I always try to read up on things like that and just be aware. And I try to kind of ask for a certain awareness or discernment in all my decisions that I make so that I can kind of be ahead of the game, if that makes sense. So pretty much preparing myself for the next big thing before it happens. Right. Yeah, so definitely if you're paying attention to what's going on in the market or what's going on in the industry, then you have some sense of whether it makes sense to invest in one company or the other. And I 
I would say that I do something similar as well, where I'm looking at different companies, understanding what's been in the news about them recently, reading through their most recent letters to investors, reading through their latest results and any forward-looking statements that they have so that I can better understand that company. And so obviously, if you're diving into a company in that much detail, then you can't do it for everything, which means that you have to figure out where your attention will go. But what's been helpful is adding things to your watch list So if you don't have a watch list, it's good for you to create one in the apps that we've mentioned, like Robinhood or Weeple. And even if you aren't looking to do your portfolio right away, you can do a good watch list with Yahoo Finance. Um, I, I like to use TD Ameritrade because they have a great, robust training option, right? There's tons of videos and different classes that you can sit through so that you can better understand how to approach the market and so just using those different vehicles allows you the chance to keep those companies in focus for you and they all include a section that allows you to see the latest news related to those companies which is helpful because you don't have to go scouring the internet for information yourself because a great deal of those articles will show up in their news section. I do sometimes go and still look at what I can find through whatever search engines because all of these sites have different partnerships with the companies that are producing the articles. So they may not be showing you any articles from a specific publication because they don't have that relationship or aren't paying for it or whatever the case, right? But you still want the information. So whatever you can do to create alerts outside of those platforms might be helpful as well. And so all of these things combined help you to understand where the price is now and what's likely to happen in the near term and long term. So definitely helpful to understand the kinds of companies that you're working with. So now let's dive into how do you make sure that you get the right price? So what would be your top thoughts about that, Darian? I think when you think about getting the right price, it just has to be a good fit for you and your budget so for me i like to buy low so like i think about when the pandemic first happened a lot of those stocks were really really cheap compared to the normal market so for me that's the best time to buy in my opinion because you have time to get it low and actually see somewhat of a return and hope that it continues to go up but like i said it's like you said before it's about just being informed and knowing what's going on and kind of knowing the market knowing what are the top things to invest in what are some of the new things to invest in that people don't not the people aren't really jumping on right away so those are my strategies and knowing when to sell knowing when to sell and trade is also important agreed um but i I think that there's a, a good sense of knowing how invested you want to be in a company that's helpful. So if you decide, like, I expect 
that Apple is going to be focused on these range of products over the next few years. They have tons of cash, and so they can invest in research surrounding automated vehicles. They can invest in further strengthening their cloud systems. They can come up with new consumer products to put out there, right? Look, you understand that there's great potential for how the company can move. Then whatever price it is now, you may be thinking to yourself in the long run, it's going to be much higher than that, regardless of the price that I get in at right now. And so along with understanding what the lowest price might be, you also need to understand where that price is right now. So using techniques like dollar cost averaging or looking at the technical analysis to understand where the price has been in the last 10 days, in the last 20 days, and then looking at the longer term as well so that you can see how quickly the price has been moving up or down. And you can also determine if now is the best time for you to hop in based on the trends that you see. So I would say that I look at a combination of those things because like you're not always going to be able to buy in at the dip. So you need to understand what the next best price looks like. And there's two ways to approach it. And I would say that if you're doing the dollar cost averaging, which is highly recommended because it allows you to see what's going on in the market, but to also continue doubling down on your investments. So you might be buying at a higher price today, but then tomorrow you get a great price and the next day you get an okay price, right? But on average, the amount that you're spending will average out to a number that you're comfortable with. And the, the thing too, I feel like when people are waiting for the best price, you might never enter, particularly if you're looking at a number of different companies. So if you're looking at 10 companies and you say, I'm going to invest in this one when it gets down to a certain price, are you going to remember that you wanted to get into that position? Like, of course you can create alerts and you can create buy positions, like create a limit order to say that you're gonna buy at a certain price and hope that it triggers when it actually does reach that price. And that's a a fine technique, actually, like to make sure that you put in limit orders for the things that you really are interested in. But the likelihood of you wanting to tie up your money for a couple of months while you wait for that to happen could be slim because it might never reach that price. You might forget about it. The order might cancel before it has a chance to reach to that point. It skyrockets, kind of like what's happened with Tesla, right? Like, then you're like, oh, well, I missed the boat on that. And you could have been in regardless of where the, the fluctuations go. So you would have just been in the game if you were dollar cost averaging versus waiting to get the best total. So the other thing when it comes to looking for these prices, I always look at it as if you want to spend a thousand dollars 
and you're excited about any given stock, it's better for you to invest that $1,000 in increments versus buying all in in one shot. And I say that because it's the same concept as dollar cost averaging, where you are trying to get the best price on average for whatever you invest in. But like, if you're looking at how the stock's been moving for the, the last couple of days and it's been trending upward and downward, you might be purchasing at a price you're okay with right now, but then tomorrow it goes down another dollar or $2. And you're like, man, I could have gotten this for a little bit cheaper. And if it goes up, then you're like, dang, I could have bought all at this price, right? But the reality is that if you are looking at how the amounts are trending, then you'll get a good sense of what's likely to happen specifically based on the company information, but then also based on how the overall sector is performing and how the market's been performing, right? So if the market's having a bad day, then your stock might just be caught up in that cycle where the overall market is a reflection of how the components of the market are doing. So just understanding that you don't want to just throw your money into the market because you're excited about something. Like keeping yourself tempered is a huge skill that you have to learn when you are investing, which is why if you are just automating your transfers into these different platforms, it may be easier for you to just forget about it because it's automated versus you actively looking at what's going on because once you see like oh my goodness like <laughs> the market is on a downward trend right now do I need to pull my money out and the reality is the market's going to fluctuate sometimes for real cause and at other times it's just based on what's going on with the market so you have to understand that you have to understand what what your risk looks like and be able to make decisions without being completely enthralled in how the immediate future is shaking out. Definitely if you're looking at doing day trading, right, that's a whole different story than looking at investing for the long haul. So if you're looking at day trading, obviously every minute counts. You want to know how it's been trading for the last five minutes and you make your determinations based on capturing those best moments of every day. But investing for the long haul, it matters with the prices now, but it matters more that you are investing and you have the amount of shares that you're interested in. All right, so what would you say along those lines, like, is, like, when is it important for you to get a good price all the time i think every time you want to make sure you get a good price because you want to be able to gain momentum and make sure you're getting a return on your money so i think you always want to make sure you get a get a good price. It's like being a gambler at a card table. You always want to make sure that you have all of your cards in order. I wouldn't necessarily say drop all of your cards, like spend all of your money on one particular stop, but just make sure that you have some type of plan that aligns with what you're trying to accomplish in the long or short term. Well, I think 
think you it's hard to know that you have the best price until you find out that it's the best price, right? So the way that I look at it is if you are interested in a company and they are performing well over time, but you notice that there's a dip in the price, you may want to consider whether that dip is worth purchasing or not. And the best way to do that is to understand how it's been performing for the last couple of days. So a lot of these platforms have the options for you to look at these charts where you can set it up to look at the last 10 days, the last 20 days, and you will be able to see whether or not the current price is touching that line or not. So if it's touching the 10-day average or it's touching the 20-day average, then you know that you're buying along the best trending of that stock at that point. So if there's a dip that dips it below that, or, you know, if there's some change in the trend, then you have to understand whether or not you think that stock will go back up in the near term or if it'll continue going down. As with those kind of understandings of the stocks, it takes more practice in seeing what the patterns are, but you'll feel more comfortable if you at least know that the amount that you're paying for it isn't far away from what those averages look like. So like you mentioned, Darian, about buying on the dip that happens in March, that was the best option that people had to buy during this pandemic. But you also know that there was the most uncertainty in the market during that time. So a ton of people were pulling out their money. A ton of people were unsure what their financial situation would look like in, in terms of work, right? Like, are you still going to be hired by your company or are they laying people off? Is your job directly impacted, right? Like you had to figure out what that situation looked like for you. But if you were dollar cost averaging at that point, you would still be buying some of the dip, even though you might not be throwing in tons of money into it, you at least were able to capture some of the stocks based on whatever your purchase allocation looked like. Because even the index funds are going to be dipping in the same way that the market's performing because you're looking at specific industries, companies, and the overall market. So however those sectors are performing, you will see that reflected in the indexes. So regardless, you're buying on the dip. So I, I think that's definitely important to note that yes, you always want to get the best prices available to you, but the best price might not be the lowest price all the time. Um, you can try to get the best price of that day if you decide that you're ready to invest at that moment. You can set market limit orders so that you can try to get your position in and triggered within the next few days if you see that something's in a downward 
trend and you want to catch it as low as you can, right? But the risk there is whether or not you'll be able to get that trigger or not. So sometimes when you try to determine what that lowest price looks like, you might be assuming a number that's too low for that day or week or month, right? And so you have to try to understand where the market is now and how much lower or higher do you think it'll go in the short term so that you can enter. But that's why dollar cost averaging becomes important because sometimes you just want to get into the market. And if you get in, buy a few positions at the current price and then try to get more positions shortly after, then you can play the field and see whether the price will get down to a, a number that you are comfortable with. But I, I wouldn't say to hold off entirely because you might not enter. Because that's like we all say that we will, but when the time comes, people freeze up and life happens and you're not focused on that and you never enter and you miss the boat. And there are tons of people waiting for those moments and they dive right in. They get all the upside and you're left in the dust. So you really do have to be conscious of the fact that you want to enter the market regardless of whatever else is going on and what the current price is. Like obviously you don't want to buy at the peak if something's at the peak, I usually say that that means that everybody else is riding the wave and you will get stuck because when it, when there's a new high, it's going to come back down, whether that's a couple of dollars or a couple hundred dollars, right? Like you, you don't know how much it'll swing when you're buying at the peak you can you can use analysis to determine how much how much more change you can expect but you really won't know whether or not that new peak will keep going higher in the near future or if it'll sizzle out because there was just too much hype. So you don't want to be caught in that position if you can avoid it. Um, so that's why I would say too that if you're extremely excited about something, it's probably best to buy a little bit and then come back in at a price that you're targeting that's somewhat lower, right? So you can determine what that lower price looks like based on the trends. You can figure out what that resistance level looks like so if you see that it was a stock that's at $72 on the low points um, for one day and then you look again and it, it hits that same 72 point again, then you're like, okay, that looks like a level of support. That might be a good price to buy it. Or if you see a huge dip and you're like, oh, this is lower than it's been for the last few days and it's likely to go back up, might be a good time to buy it. So just looking at trends and breaks in the trends can help you to save a couple of dollars right over time um, and reap more profit over time if you're conscious of when you're buying and how you're approaching your buying. So temperament is the most important and valuable tool here when you look at what your pricing should be and when you should enter. And that is my best 
advice when you're going through this. So if you can't do all this research, then just continue your dollar cost averaging in. And if you want to see the upside of specific individual stocks, then just try to keep doing your research and trying to understand trends. Even if you can't do the research, but you know that you chose something that's trending upward, then just paying attention to whether it makes sense to continue on that path or not, right? Like sometimes you invest in something that's going up and then there's some crazy news that happens and it dips all the way down. That may or may not be a sign to exit, but don't want to just pull out all your money and take losses all the time just because you see a dip. A dip is usually a sign to buy more if it's a company, if it's a company that you think will continue doing great work in the future. So I probably have drilled it in the same concept to you over and over but that's because it's important um anything else that you want to highlight around choosing the best price m1 finance is a good option to use it really breaks down how your money is being used with the pie so you actually get to see the percentages and actually see the gains and the losses each day that's it for me yeah and i I agree that those type of platforms are great because it takes the thinking out of it. You you can decide which companies you're most interested in. I would say try to keep it at five or under and you'll just keep investing in the same proportion for those stocks over and over. Um, and, and you can do a combination of the index funds and the indiv individual stocks. And when I say index funds, it's more ETF. It's not mutual funds um, that you would have to buy directly from each of the, the platforms, but the ETFs trade like stocks, so you can get those on these different platforms. So those, those are your easiest ways to get in, and you can keep building your nest egg with those few stocks that you're most interested in and see how it's performing over time. And obviously, if you can just let it sit there for the long haul, then ideally you'll see profit over time and I, I think it's important to really just leave the money there because you get real emotional about the movement of the stock once you're looking at it on a regular basis but the people who are able to allow time to do a thing come out on top so that is the gist of it for us good luck in choosing the best prices and the best stocks let us know if you have any questions but until next time thank you for joining us and we'll see you next week bye, bye.